Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Giving is a direct measurement of our commitment to the work of God. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are equipping believers to bring them the kingdom of God in the context of their life and the local church. We've been doing podcasts about the grace of giving, taking lessons from the book I recently published called Core Culture, which you can get on the NRP webpage. And I want to bring up, uh, I guess what in some circles would be a controversial subject today, but I don't think it's controversial because I think the Bible is very clear, but I want to speak directly to it today and challenge you to read the scriptures on that. And that is very simply this, that giving is a spiritual standard of measurement and for measurement. In other words, what you give is a measurement of some things that are going on in your life and it is a spirituality measurement. Let's read 2 Corinthians 8. And I want to read just three verses there, verses, uh, well, yeah, four verses to verse 11. Uh, I am not speaking this as a command, but proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity of your love also. For you know, now notice illustration here. He talks about giving being the proof of their sincerity. Okay? Pretty, Pretty strong words, right? That giving is the proof of their sincerity. And, uh, He then gives an illustration here that I think really ought to get our attention and one that we, I think, kind of miss and stumble around about. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor so that through his poverty, his poverty might become rich. So he gives the illustration of Jesus giving himself, okay, giving his riches, emptying himself. I think that the easiest way to say that is not putting himself first. You know what giving really is about? Not putting yourself first. If you want to learn how to not put yourself first, be a giver. And see, that will affect every area of your life. I I want to especially speak to the men here because, you know, men that are givers put their families first. There are far too many men that put their hobbies and distractions before they put their families first. They put their own needs and their own wants. They have trained themselves, usually unwittingly, but they have trained themselves to be self-focused. I had a friend of mine, a man in my church, I tried to disciple for a number of years who made, by the way, a very, very good income. And they had a family and they had children and he was always doing some extravagant thing about himself. And even though they made a very large income, his wife was often left with spiritual tension And I watched this pattern grow, and I would talk to him about it. I liked the guy. He was a friend of mine. And uh, I would confront him about it. And as time went on, he eventually left his family. 
Now, I think that was a consequence of him thinking of himself first and training himself to think of himself first. And I think giving does the opposite of that. By the way, this guy always struggled in giving. He always gave a little bit. He always gave something, but he was never a tither. And I addressed that with him too on a number of issues, trying to help his spirituality. I believe to this day, had he come under pastoral counsel and obeyed the Bible, his family would be together today because he would not have fed that spiritual route, root, root and route, I guess. Okay, so I know you might think that's a, a little uh, maybe far-fetched or presumptive of me. I, I don't believe that because I've seen that thing happen time and again, and I think this this passage is addressing it, and that we're to be like Jesus. Okay. Were to empty ourselves of everything that through his poverty we might become rich. And people say, well, you know, that's talking about other things. Well, the two chapters here are talking about money. So this one verse is talking about money, okay? And so we have been endowed with the blessings of the Lord that include financial prosperity, and we ought to make sure that we are accountable for them. Giving is a measurement of our spirituality. I want to say it very clearly, okay? Then he says in verse 9, I give my opinion in this matter, for this is to your advantage, who were the first to begin a year ago, not only to to do it, but the desire to do it. In other words, you you heard about the need in the church room, and you said, yeah, that's a good idea. He said, and, and you were like one of the first people to say amen, and you had a desire to do it. But then he says, verse 11, this, but now finish doing it also, so that just as there was a readiness to desire to do it, that there may be a completion by the ability. So again, based on last podcast, I would say to you that there is a discipline that comes from grace, and we have to understand that that we should not just divorce grace from discipline. Now, I read 2 Corinthians 8, 8 to you from the New American Standard, which says that giving is the proving or the earnestness of and the sincerity of our love. Here's how the Living Bible says it. I'm not giving you an order. I'm not saying you must do it, but others are eager for it. This is one way to prove that your love is real and that your love goes beyond mere words. I think that's a a fair translation. So giving is a measurement of our love and where our treasure is, our heart is. And I believe we can train ourselves by our giving on what to love. (laughs) I can train my heart. Do you believe that your heart is trainable? I, I believe my heart is trainable. I don't believe that I am left to my own lust and my own passions and my own desires and my own selfishness. I don't believe I have to give way to those things. I believe that my heart can be trained and I believe with all my heart one of the reasons that giving is critical to our spiritual growth is it trains us not to be selfish and you can't be a disciple of Jesus Christ and follow him if you're always thinking about you. Because if you're always thinking about you, you can't think about him. And if you don't think about him, you can't think about others. And then what happens is we take the principles, you know, the great messages we hear, the great teaching we hear, 
and we use them as a kind of a self-improvement gospel. We use these principles, but we but we abuse them rather than uh, honor them. Now, in verse 11, he says this, But now finish doing it, speaking of the pledge they made, so that just as there was a readiness desire, there may also be the completion of it by your ability. In other words, allow the grace of God to give you strength to do what you were inspired to do at the moment you were moved to do it. Let me give you an illustration. Has there ever been a moment where you were inspired to witness to somebody? You left church, I'm going to go reach out to the person, I'm going to do it. But in the process of that, you got knocked off course or circumstances weren't real favorable or you lost your boldness or whatever and it didn't happen. Okay? That doesn't mean that the inspiration was not real. It just meant that that grace got stolen from us. It leaked out of our leaky wineskin. Okay? That's exactly what he's addressing here with giving. We'll have an inspirational moment. You know, the, the pastor will be talking about you know, the building uh, situation, and we're going to raise money to, you know, build a new facility to have a great launching pad, or we're going to do something for the children's ministry, or, uh, you know, we're going to launch a new missionary project, or uh, we're going to bring a new staff member on, and you feel, you feel a moment of inspiration. Your spirit bears witness to it. But what this text is saying is that a verbal amen is not sufficient that giving is the measurement of what we're committed to. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I was a pastor, I looked at people's giving, okay? Because I think the Bible says that a shepherd should know the condition of the flock. Now, I know pastors that don't do that, and that's their prerogative. I don't think there's anything that commands us to do that. But I was able to do that and understand where people are. And I will tell you, I sat down with many people over the years and said, May I have a conversation with you about this? And I'm going to tell you something. In most cases, not only was that conversation well-received, there was a change in their giving because I was able to sit down, go over some scriptures with them personally, answer some questions, and often pray over them because they were dealing with a spirit of fear because it wasn't that they couldn't give, wouldn't give, it was that they couldn't give. Okay, so I believe that giving is a measurement and that believers ought to be held to a measurement. And the tithe, the 10% is the baseline of that measurement. The Bible says very clearly, if we don't tithe, we rob God. Okay, well, you couldn't have somebody in a close relationship with you in leadership. If they're robbing God, then they're going to rob you and they're going to rob other people. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. This should not be controversial. Giving is a direct measurement of our commitment to the work of God. Very simple. Read the passages that I just outlined to you. Hey, I love you, so I share the truth with you. I hope this empowered you, got your thinking. I hope you'll open the Bible and read these verses and go over them and understand some of these principles so that God can empower your life, your giving, and your fruit. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. You cannot be a disciple of Jesus Christ and follow Him if you're always thinking about yourself. 
giving is not putting yourself first. You can order Pastor Keith's latest book, Core Culture, The Tremendous Strategy of Generosity That Launched the Church by visiting nrpastors.com backslash core culture. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.